So we mentioned this on the show the other day, a story of a pilot on a Southwest Airlines flight from Philadelphia to Orlando. This apparently happened last year. I'm shocked we haven't heard about it until now, where the pilot whipped out his junk in the cockpit and now he's facing uh, charges of committing a lewd act. Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. (laughs) Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews, producer Tater, we're all here. And one of our favorite things about this podcast is we are able to talk about things on a more in-depth level, not monitored by the FCC, than we otherwise would be able to bring up on the radio. And I'm going to tell you right now, the fact that he whipped out his junk in the cockpit. Absolutely. Had us all in tears. (laughs) But we know as we're listening, at what time it was in the morning, a lot of people have their kids in the car. So we're really trying hard to present this story professionally. But how you present a story professionally about whipping it out in the cockpit is beyond me. Now, here's the thing. So we mentioned it, and maybe that could have been the end of the story. But for me, I want to dig deeper. I want to know the why. I want to know why he did it. I want to know the circumstances under which he did it. You know, the co-pilot, there's always two in the cockpit, right? Right, two in the pit. Did he have a like a crush on the other person and wanted right. to or or did he just like feel like airing it out so he just whipped it out and like did he just sit it there and wait for the other person to notice? I mean, what were the circumstances? Right. And okay, so let's be maybe it was Maybe these two have flown several flights together before they're good buddies and it was some sort of a prank that just right? went tor- terribly wrong. Maybe they want. <laughs> do we know if the co-pilot was male or female? I don't know that. Okay. Again, I have questions. If Because if it was female, I feel like this is going to be a lot bigger of a deal. But considering how little attention the story got, I almost feel like it was maybe a, a male co-pilot. And at that point, I'm wondering, did he want the male co-pilot to whip it out and, like, they get out a ruler and see whose is bigger? Right. Like, just a measuring contest? because uh, Or was it just a shock value thing? Like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to spice it up here in the cockpit. I'm just going to whip it out, and I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> now, I will tell you this. He does not fly for Southwest anymore. He left his job sometime oh. last year. So he didn't get fired, which is also crazy. Southwest says... Okay, Southwest says he quit before they found out about the exposure incident. Uh, Ah, So he knew. He's like, I'm going down for this one. All right, let's bring producer Tater on this. Tater, answer uh, answer this question. Where's the craziest place you've ever whipped out your junk? (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that I've pulled over and had, you know, on the side of the road. Who knows who's driving by on the interstate? Because out... You know, on an outer road or something like that. You know, it's a little dark out there, but people on the interstate probably driving by. But okay, so you're, you're you get out of your car, mm-hmm. you whip it out to have yourself a tinkle. Yeah. All right, you're walking back up towards the interstate to get back in the vehicle. Do you leave it out and just kind of give it a little helicopter and show off to everyone driving by? I just thought about this. Okay. Well, I, I can't really do the helicopter. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but uh, what I was just thinking about is uh, I had a huge crush on this girl named Whitney in high school, and we were hanging out at a party. And somebody was in the bathroom, and I really had to go. So I ran out the back door, and I thought, okay, I just pee out the back door, walk back in. She parked behind the house and was walking through the alley and came around the corner, and she saw me, and I'm just like, ugh. And I'm just like, (laughs) That relieved. Okay, so since we we don't have video this week, it's uh, Tater's that very relieved face that you have when you pee, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, fine. What do you like? I'm like, oh, okay. Sometimes finally. I get the shivers. If I have to pee real bad and then you oh, go, yeah. you get yep. a shiver. That's yeah. a good pee. Good yeah. shiver pee. Yeah, really right is. off the porch and she comes walk. I Listen, she almost she she almost needed an umbrella, if you know what I'm saying. She almost walked right into mm. the stream. Right. And she heard it and she kind of stopped and like peeked around the corner. She was like, 
what are you doing? And I'm like, hey, when you got to go, you got to go. And and since that day, she will never let me live that down. Even though I see her, what, 20 years later or something like that, she won't let me live that down. And there's no way she's going to go out with me now after that. So it kind of pretty much crushed my dreams. Well, because she saw it and she was like, well. Why why not? Why won't she go out with you? Do you think (laughs) that she saw it and just wasn't impressed? Yeah, I I think the the size of the matter was – it was not to her liking, and the uh, situation wasn't the best. So I, I can, I've not thought about that since it happened. I swear, I kept that to myself. I didn't let any of my friends know. They would never live, let me live it down. So I can't believe I'm bringing that up now. Boy, oh man, and that's the craziest place you've ever whipped out the old tot, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was the craziest situation. Yeah, mm. the tot. What a story! What a time to be alive. What about you? What about y'all? Here's the thing: I don't, I don't re- have anything to whip out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh okay. well. I guess my question, and and, and have you, okay, because I, I feel like you're just not this kind of person, but since we're on the topic and I feel like our friendship is good enough, I'll ask anyway, have you ever just randomly done some, done a, a, a quick flash? Like, uh, I don't think I have. I mean, to my husband. Right. But that doesn't really count. No, that doesn't count. We're right. I don't really have any wild whip out stories. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I like pee on the side of the road stories, but they're not that exciting. No. You know, everyone has to go, but yeah. Huh. All right. You get a sign put in your front yard for doing something like that and somebody's seeing it. Yeah, you got to go tell all the neighbors. I will tell you this, though. My son is eight years old, and I mean, well, first of all, he's completely obsessed with his male part. He's just, it starts young. I always wondered, like, is that something that starts when they're kids? It absolutely does. Yeah. It's called a penis, Jenny, because we're on the podcast, you can say penis. I can't say it. He prefers. You can't say penis? No, 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 I can't. I'm talking about my son. I just feel kind of like. A little dirty talking about that, you know. It's my son. Anyway, whatever. He's he he prefers to pee outside. He prefers it. So we will, you know, pull in the driveway after school, and he'll go to the side of the house and just whip it out and just pee. Yeah, the there's something about it about just a nice outside pee, especially for me when it gets dark and you're having some cold beers out on the uh, on the deck. You go to the side of the house where it's dark, where the light doesn't hit, and you just have a quick pee over there. It's 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 quick, satisfying. The you know, first time I caught him doing it, because I now he just does it, like after school, whatever. But on the ring doorbell, I would see, I would look at the cam, and I'm like, he is going out there in the middle of the afternoon just because he can to pee off the side of the porch. And he's doing it like an old man, you know, just looking around, kind of whistling. So the question I have, Jenny, I have not seen, like, the neighborhood situation. Can neighbors see your child peeing on your house? Sure can. Sure can. <laughs> Lots of neighbors everywhere. They're like, go miles. Go miles. It's gonna get wild then if your if your daughter starts going outside and starts squatting on the side of no, the house. No, she couldn't be more opposite. For right. as much of an exhibitionist as he is, she couldn't be more opposite. She's like, no, thank you. Let me go. Do you think mm-hmm. you think your daughter, like years from now when she gets married, is gonna be the kind of woman who never farts in front of the husband? Uh, no, because she's a total gassy kid and she farts in front of everybody. You know, that's what's funny about kids. Like, in, I pick a bunch of them up after school sometimes. I have a whole carload of kids. They have farting contests in the car. I, like, when I was that age, I would have been mortified. I don't know what it is with this generation or maybe it's just my weird kid, but they fart and talk about it and laugh and it's hilarious. I'm like, what is going on? I like that evolution. I think farts are funny. I think farts are natural. Everyone has them. And I don't think I don't think they they need to be hidden. You no, know what? Well, my my. Well, I'm sorry. well, no. Even going to the bathroom. I think I told this story on the air the other day that we went over to um, pick my daughter up from a sleepover, and we walk. My son says, oh, "I'm gonna go up to the door with you." Okay. She opens the door. The mom opens the door. He's like, "I have to poop," and he runs right past her and just into their bathroom. And don't you wish, though, as adults, why do we lose that 
Why do we lose that? Like, it wouldn't it be great, you know? To be you... honest with you, I haven't lost it. I could meet somebody and within five minutes of knowing them, say, have a conversation about a, about a recent deuce. I could. I, I have no problem doing it. I don't either, really, but I just think the majority of people, we're all so strange. We're in radio, so we're, we're sort of open about everything. Sure. But I think the majority of people are very private about that kind of stuff, and kids just aren't. Let me tell you my biggest issue with Jenny Matthews. Oh. What I don't what I don't like about Jenny Matthews. Oh, it's getting real. Is that we've been on the show together now for almost a year and a half. We've done this podcast for almost a year. Mm. And it's just the way your body's built. You say, and I believe you. You haven't farted in front of me. I'm not gassy in the morning. I'm just not. And you're, and that's what it is. You're not hiding it. You're not Mm-mm. attempting to hide it. It's just that you're more of a, you. All your poofs are in the PM. They are, but also I really wouldn't do it in front of you. I, that's just kind of. You're not there yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I adore you. There's just no need for you to see or hear that. There's just there's no need. See, and I want to say I want you to be like, hey, and I want you to be like, look me in the no. eyes, and I want to look at, and then I want you to just lift, hike that leg, no, and just let out a real like a. It's not going to happen. It's really not. But I do laugh that my husband and I really since early on have been so free about that in front of each other. Now, my mom, she listens to this podcast. Hey, Willie. What's up, Willie? Willie. (laughs) She has been married a few times and has said to me, and she means it, that she has never passed gas in front of anyone she's dating or married to ever. And I'm just like, how is that possible? Because... Sure, like initially you try to hide it or, you know, I mean, I don't really want to do that in front of you. But like my husband, I mean, it's all. Yeah. It, it's how do you how are you not sick to your stomach? Like <laughs> right. sometimes you just got to let it out. You have to walk away. Exactly. I saw a video on Instagram of the ring doorbell. This girl caught this guy walking outside just to fart. Ah! And he came back in. They were having a date <laughs> and he went outside. Oh, I know. It's so funny. He went to. A big old loud one. And he's like, oh my gosh. And then like walked back in and got it all on the ring doorbell camera. It was hilarious. Okay, I wish that that, I wish I had a ring doorbell when Matthew and I started dating. So it was one of like, I don't know, maybe our second or third date and we had gone out to dinner. And now that I know his digestive system, I don't know how he wasn't like pooping and farting like all the time in front of me because he's just, he's got a very sensitive stomach. So I remember we went back to my apartment at a very tiny apartment and like the, the bathroom and my bedroom were connected and the door I mean just paper thin walls like there was no hiding so he kept like he kept going outside he's like oh I forgot my chapstick oh I forgot this or I forgot that and and it didn't even occur to me at first like oh he's totally out there farting (laughs) which okay let me ask you as as a and um, see this is where I wish we had like phones during the podcast but like I would think as as a woman or as somebody the, the person the person who the fart is being hidden from like okay, the ring doorbell situation, for example. If I were that girl, and I would appreciate that he goes out and does it, I'd be like, "Like that's really gross, but also kind of funny." But also, I appreciate that yeah. he stepped all the way outside to do that. Totally appreciate it. But then, so he comes back in. This is after like his third trip outside. He comes back in, and he's sort of like laying on my bed, just kind of like writhing around. And I'm like, <laughs> "I go, are you okay?" He's like, "Oh, I just my stomach's not feeling that great." I was like, "Do you have to fart?" <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> and he goes and he starts laughing. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, maybe. And did so he, I was like, now, I go. He, when you made him laugh? Did oh, it- oh, hold on. So I go, just, I go, just, it's okay. It's like, it's fine. Not knowing I was opening like the door. Oh, like now it's just fair game. I can just fart anytime I want. So he did. He let it out. We laughed hysterically. And I'm thinking, oh, one time thing. No, oh, that just opened the door too. But honestly, it made things a little more relaxed after that. Because truly, once you get past that, 
once you get past that, or like, you know, the first time you have to really poop in front of somebody, like, you have to get past that. I've shared the story with you. I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast. When I was, I was just barely starting dating my wife, we had maybe been hanging out for like three weeks, and she said something that made me laugh. And so I was like, I was like, oh, like, I mean, it was funny. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like she made me laugh so hard that the fart came out. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, all right, options like lightning fast. What are my options here? I chose play it off like it didn't even happen. So it was so real time was ha, 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 that was really funny. And she looks at me and she's like, Did you just fart. And I'm like. And I, I, you know what I did? I almost went like Kevin Hart. You know Kevin Hart's style of comedy, and you'll understand when I said I was like, "Here's the deal. I did fart. You know, I did fart, but I want you to know that it wasn't on purpose. You had said something that made me laugh, and when you made me laugh, I farted. It was an accident. I realized we're tuned soon for this, but that's what happened. What do you want to do? And I, I told her I was, I was like, I acknowledged it. I said, "You, you've pushed it right out of me." And she's like, she's like, "I got two brothers. It's all good." I was like. I appreciate the forgiveness. That being said, I actually did understand. I understand this is not an open door. Like this doesn't open the door because we're not there yet. But oh, by the way, like now we are. Now we'll we'll both tell each other all the time. Like if we're out in public, we'll just I'll whisper in her ear. I'll be like, "Hey," she's like, "What?" I'll be like, "I tooted." Oh my gosh. She'll roll her eyes and walk away and it's awesome. The funny thing is, like, that is a totally normal part of life. I forget what the statistics are, but like, aren't you supposed to pass gas something like 58 times a day or some some stupid number? And it's like, if everybody does it, why do we make such a thing about it? I mean, yes, it's kind of gross and I think I, mean, beca- I think because it stinks. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's such a natural thing. I I don't know. Yeah, it's just like burping. I mean, people burp all the time. There's no problem with that. If but I mean, farts didn't stink, yeah. would they be culturally acceptable like and i'm talking like would they even be okay so like over in europe if you belch after a large meal it's considered a compliment it's a compliment to the chef that you've eaten your fill and you're like if if ripping ass didn't stink all right (laughs) would it be considered a similar compliment like if someone made a great pot (sighs) of chili or some baked beans some barbecue some baked beans and afterward use right but it doesn't stink. Is it considered is it a compliment considered to the compliment? chef? That's a good question. Good all right. call. Good this, comparison. But, Boy, but this took a turn. Real quick, before we get off the subject, have you sneezed and farted at the same time? Many, many uh, times. Have you ever sneezed and peed a little at the same time? <laughs> many, many times. <laughs> getting a little old. Uh-oh, a little dribble, dribble. But that hurts when it happens. I, I do not like it. I wish it would never happen again. Yeah, welcome to After You Have Kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we start, We didn't really mean for the, the fart conversation uh, to start, but here we are. But we started this podcast with the story of the Southwest pilot who whipped out his junk in the cockpit, which is just a hilarious story to say. It's interesting because this is on a Southwest flight. Jenny, last week... You you flew a Southwest flight. Did you notice an extra joystick in the cockpit? I didn't, but I did laugh a little when I got in my seat and, you know, they had the, the doors open to the cockpit and I just kind of looked up there and I just sort of laughed because I imagined, I mean, that's such like tiny quarters up there. And I thought, oh my gosh, what an awkward situation. I really want to know more about that story. But I did. I flew. Um, so I'm half vaccinated. My, did I say that right? Half vaccinated. You ever say something that doesn't sound right? Vaccinated. It's right. Never oh, mind. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like say your own name or write your own name and it doesn't look right or it I'm doesn't like, sound right? I, I, I'll Google it. I'm like, that's not a real word. <laughs> Boy, that's I, uh, not weird all of a sudden. I once got uh, I um, the word off, but I couldn't for the life of me remember if it was one F or two Fs. Like I looked at <laughs> OF and I'm like, I think OF is how you spell off. Or is that of? No. 
I'm pretty sure it's just O-F. Okay, so we've all done that. But wait, O-F-F? No, O-F-F isn't even a word. And it off, doesn't look right. Off of a? No, why would there be two Fs? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Yes, well, I'm saying we've all been there. I'm sorry. But, no, brain fart. That just happened. That just happened with vaccinated. On a happy note, you got to see your family. Yeah, I did. So I'm half vaccinated. My dad is fully, and that was the big holdup with him because again, he doesn't really have too many underlying issues. It's just that if he gets a cold, he gets pneumonia. So he really couldn't afford to get COVID. So we waited. We did. We waited. It's been over a year since I've seen him. And so got to give my dad a big old hug and hang out. And um, and it was just wonderful. We surprised my sister for her birthday. Um, and that was really cool too. I haven't seen her in over a year. And just to be with family. And it's a reminder of a couple things. Like, it's a reminder of why you don't all live together. Because, you know, at this point. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, listen, my mom's listening. She loves the podcast. But it's just true. And I think my mom would agree with this. Like, we all love each other. And it's really fun to be together. But there's a reason why everybody has separate lives and does what they do. Because sure. we're all, you know, grown people with, with different interests and whatever. Um, but it was. It was really, it, it was nice. And, you know, a lot of times I think, oh, I wish my family lived right next door. And there are a lot of times I do think that, but then sometimes I think it it's almost more special when they don't because you really, really appreciate and soak up every single second, every single word. You know, you really, really treasure the time. So it was a good, I it understand was, it was that. a good weekend. I wish I lived closer to my family, but like in a, I wish I lived like in a different suburb of the same city. So for example, Katie and I live in Lee's Summit. I wish like one of our sets of parents lived in like Overland Park. Exactly. Yeah. Just far enough away or whatever. Although my in-laws, they're, they, now they split their time between Arizona and Kansas City. But when they're here in Kansas City, they live five minutes away. Mm. And it's funny because you think that you'd be up in each other's business all the time, five minutes away. You're really not. I mean, they've got their own life too, but. I, I will say, I feel like if, if, if my mother in my mother in law, my Katie's mom moved down here. I feel like there there would be a lot of up and up in each other's business. Well, Not, it's different with a mom and a mom. Like I know my mom and I would be shopping all the time and Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like she'd be at the house quite a bit. But the difference see you said we'd be going shopping. Uh, these two would be taking sledgehammers to walls in our house. Oh, I had an idea of how we can just take this wall out and remodel it. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah, my mom and I would not be doing that. And I, I know you would not even but, a little bit. But I, I just I love hearing you tell the story of flying to Maryland and seeing your family because it just gives me and I hope everyone listening a sense of normalcy, a, a sense of we're, we're getting back, we're getting the stupid COVID thing, we get the COVID era behind us. I want it to go away and yeah, never and come back. That vaccine, you know, is something again, and I, I still maintain it is a personal decision, but. It is funny, as on the fence as I was about it, I gotta say, like, now that I'm, I, I lived and I survived and I've had it, I, there was really, while traveling, I had an incredible sense of peace. I thought, and I'm not even fully vaccinated, but right. because I reacted so strongly to the first shot, I was like, surely my immune system is kicked in and doing something. I did travel with more peace. Right. And you're not, and you're, and this isn't you saying you should get the vaccine too it's you telling everyone how you felt and you reacted you listening your your reaction might be the same or your might it might be different and we respect that either way totally uh speaking of getting back to normal i will say it was very exciting to be able to go to a freaking ball game that was awesome love doing that went to the uh the royals game at the k on monday night against the los angeles angels of anaheim shout out albert pools there is something 
about just being at the K and just the, all the feels, you know, baseball just gives you all the spring and summer feels. And it's just, oh, I'm so yeah. glad you got to go. We, uh, we, we kind of forgot about the bet. There is like a purse policy, like nothing bigger than a clutch. So just a heads up on that. If you do go to the game and the, the, I liked everything about it. I understood certainly, you know, you get up to go to the restroom or go get a beer or whatever. You got to put the mask on. Of course, I totally understand that. I will say they do have a policy where unless you're actively eating or drinking, you need to keep your mask on even in your seat respectfully, I disagree with the policy. I do think that's out of the Royals' hands. I think that's a Jackson County or a state of Missouri thing or, or, or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I think it, we could exercise a little common sense. They're just, just my personal opinion. I agree. I mean, I think you're outside. You're really very separated from other people. I don't really get it, but I, you know, if it's what it takes. Are you guys noticing, like, with your Facebook memories from a year ago that are popping up, it's all this COVID stuff, all this mm-hmm. panic, all the, you know, just all the things you felt in the very beginning. And I think the fact that, and even though it seems like it's been an extremely long time, and it has, to really think of how far we've come in a year is pretty awesome. I mean, the fact that we just had a concert announcement, Eric Church, it's not till next year, but we did have a concert announcement. Yeah, we, we had an announcement. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, I traveled, um, we're going to travel again. The fact that, you're, you know, you went to a baseball game. I don't know. I feel like there's little signs of normalcy and even though it seems like a year is a really long time, it'll seem like a blip on the radar later. I hope so. Now, speaking about normalcy, uh, boss man Todd and I, we got to go check out a concert over the weekend at Knuckleheads, and it was phenomenal. It, I, like, there was a, okay, I'm not going to lie. There was a point in time where I'm like, okay, I'm concerted out. Like, I'm burnt out. There's too oh, much yeah. going on. Oh, before the live COVID. Show, yeah, the live yes. shows weren't. That exciting, only if I really was excited for that person. But Adam Doliak, he is a really good artist. Phenomenal songs. We don't play him enough. I think we should play him more. He is a newer artist, but he came there, and there were so many people excited. This The look on their faces when he came out on stage, just like the enjoyment. You could see it in their eyes that they were, they've were they missed concerts so much. We were hanging out in the pit. Everybody was kind of like spacing out, and they were all hanging out in their groups. But everybody was having so much fun. And it just, it felt normal. And I was excited about a concert again. I was very excited to announce Eric Church for this. So talk about that though. What was it like? um, I don't know. And maybe everybody wasn't following the rules. I don't know. Maybe they were. But what was it like? Was it a less amount of people? Did everybody have masks on? Were you separated out? I mean, I, I really don't know what to expect if I were to go to a show right now at a smaller place. Yes, there was limited capacity. It did sell out because of that. There was tables and chairs, and people were seated in different areas. And if you went into the pit, you're supposed to be with your people that you came with, kind of like if you were at Millite Hot Country Nights last yeah. summer. So we were kind of spaced out. You know, there was a big group of people that came, and they're kind of hanging out one side. And it was fun and exciting. And whenever I went to go get another beer, I put my mask on, and it was fun. Right. And then, especially, oh, I was talking about getting a beer. I was telling Todd about this story. There was a, a lady that was behind me, and she was talking to her, her, uh, significant other and she was like i only listen to country music and this newer stuff i love it so much and she goes now i always listen to 104.3 and i heard her say it and i turned around i said good and she just kind of looked at me i go i work at q104 and she goes who are you and she kind of she was an older <laughs> older gal and she grabbed me by the arm she's who are you and i go tater she was oh my god she's freaking out and i was just loving it so much because she was so excited to be back at a show Excited that she listens to Q104. I think her name is Maria. She works at mm-hmm. Truman Medical Center. Shout out, Maria. Hey, Let's yes. go. Hey, is and, Maria uh, single? Hey, it, hey. It was good to see her having fun. She was very excited. She got to talk with Todd and I at the end of the show. She was just so Did you notice so he skipped excited. right over that? Maria, was she single? Uh, no, she was with uh, someone. I think they were like on a date because she was like telling herself about it to this guy and this and that. So, I don't know. Okay. I tell you what, though. That's, that's an awesome story. I, I do have... 
some advice for you next time. And yes. you can choose to use it or choose not to, but this is just some friendly advice from me to you. Next time you say you're from Q104 and they go, to, oh my God, like, who are you? Say Mike Keller. Oh gosh. The excitement is through the roof. They get even more excited if you say my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. But this has been so, like, okay, I'm sorry, but just this, these last 10 minutes of conversation between traveling, going to a ball game, going to concerts. Hey, cheese alert. Man, my heart's happy right now. I know, now. baby but steps, you my know. Heart, my heart is happy right now. Okay, Jenny put this down on my paper. So I, I have this this tenure of things we're going to talk about on the podcast today. Jenny wrote this down on my paper. I don't know, but she apparently she's very excited to talk about the upcoming, uh, the new Real Housewives uh, that's coming out. But it's a very specific new type of Real Housewives. I have to be honest. I can't believe this hasn't already happened. Real Housewives of Nashville. Hi, I'm here for that. So the rumor, there was a big rumor that Jason Aldean's wife was actually going to be a part of it, that they would be featured. Quite frankly, as much I'm so obsessed with her, you know this, but I, I don't think I want them to be on it because I so enjoy what she gives on Instagram. It's like she gives what she wants to give, you know, and I'm afraid with the reality show, it might, I don't know, mar my image that I have of them in some way. Like, cause those shows can get kind of scandalous. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm okay with it. She's come out. She said total rumor like that. She's not a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think why her name got drug into it because Jason Aldean's sister, she's married to Chuck Wicks. And so they would be a part of it supposedly. And Jana Kramer, she would also be a part of it. I don't know any other names, but NBC supposedly, you know, filming this, working on this. What do you think? I I think it's awesome. I'm interested to see just what happens and what comes up because you know what's interesting is I think there's a a general stereotype of country music. And tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the general stereotype is we're all red, Republican, conservative. When matter of fact, there's quite a bit of Nashville that is as blue and liberal as as as, as you could possibly That's be. That's true, yeah. I wonder if in that that show, you know, I I would hope that people on both sides of that aisle would be in on that show. One, maybe there's a potential to come to, you know, to show people you can understand, agree with, you know, disagree to disagree and still get along, or it's real housewives, so what's more likely to happen? Blow up fights. Well, and yeah. I do think country um, artists have that. I've always felt that way, and and it's really true for the most part. I mean, they're all they're so just real and kind, and you can't imagine any scandalous drama happening. But like, they're people are people. You know that kind of stuff happens, and women can be totally catty. So I think you put together a whole bunch of housewives on there. Housewives in Nashville. I don't know. I I can see it. I think it's going to happen. It's a pretty strong rumor. I was looking up the cast of it because I wanted to know who was in it. And Sabina Rich, she is uh, married to Tyler Rich, the country artist. And she is actually an actress. Like She's been in the the, HBO show Entourage and other things. So she's already an actress. So I wonder if she's kind of got like this dividness, Mm. which I'm not, it's not a dig on her. I don't know her at all. Right. We don't know. Maybe she is. She's already been in Hollywood before she even got with Tyler. So I'm just curious, you know, how the how the they could all mesh. <laughs> yeah, because I think you know you're not gonna put Thomas Rhett's wife on there, <laughs> Lauren. I mean, she's just a sweetheart. Like, just seems like the girl next door. Like, she she's not gonna be a fit. Ratings you, are going down because she's too busy getting along with everybody. Yeah, she's too busy <laughs> keeping the peace. You need you're that's what you need, Tater. You need the diva. You know, you need somebody that was in Hollywood before. I feel yeah. like, but there, you can find those people. Uh, yeah, it's by, it's by the way, our, our ratings on this podcast on the morning show through the roof, and I'm very proud to be the diva that helps that happen. Right. I uh, very drama queen, and I've I very high demands. 
you know, the, the basket of muffins in the studio I demand every morning. I appreciate that those demands are being met because mm. if not, I will raise hell. Right. M&M's, no red, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I was that. just thinking that. <laughs> M&M's are all the same. Like, I don't get that one at all. Oh, the green ones are better. The no, green ones taste different. No, no, no. Yes, the peanut are the best M&M's, by the way. The I peanut, like the peanut M&M's. M&M's. The pretzel M&M's are the bomb. What? Oh, M&M's with pretzel in the middle. Hey, Try it. Pretzel is a trash snack. Mm, I disagree. We need Chocolate to do a good cotton? round of uh, unpopular opinions soon. We haven't done that Whoa. for a while. Mm. You do wow. that. Wait, and what did you say, Taylor? You said peanut butter M&M's? Yeah, peanut butter M&M's. Oh, God, you all are... Ridiculous. See, my favorite is Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. And again, it's Reese's Pieces. I've heard people calling Reese's. I don't know oh. who says that. I don't know where you're from. <laughs> What's going on in your in your life? You need to get right with Jesus and Reese's. <laughs> get right with Jesus get and right Reese's. Get right with Jesus and Reese's. Okay? <laughs> because that's bogus, man. It's you, Reese's. Do you remember when Tater got his tattoo and we had to go to the Walmart and buy him some Reese's Pieces? <laughs> I do. He was like an infant. <laughs> because he had to... Because he said he needed sugar because it was his first tattoo and they didn't want his like blood sugar to drop or something. So we had to go get him candy. Yeah. And then we went to the McDonald's drive through and got ourselves some McDonald's too because we were feeling real healthy that day. I do recall that. That was a good day. It was mm. a good day. Speaking of health, you know what? Kind of a, I didn't think it was that controversial. We brought it up on the show today, but we got a lot of reaction I wasn't expecting. And I like when that happens. So, uh, I don't want Jenny. You have the story. You 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 can tell it better than I can because yeah. you were right in the middle of it. Yeah, and and you know, so it's a girlfriend of mine who, for the record, is gorgeous. I've always thought she's the best hair, the best skin. She's just pretty. She's just a pretty girl. Yeah. And um and I've and I've told her that numerous times over the course of our friendship. I like to compliment my friends. And recently, now gosh, we haven't had a girls' night in so long because of COVID. It's been months, really, since I've seen her. She has had a, I would say, a drastic weight loss, mm-hmm. and. Um, she posted a picture the other day and I, I, again, like I've always thought she was gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. It's not a matter of that, but it was noticeable that, you know, she had lost some weight. Now I would think, especially on, on social media, there, there is, I think a lot of people, I mean, don't people post stuff so that people will give it a like or give it a compliment. I mean, I I hate to say that sounds stupid when you say it, but isn't that like the truth? When I get a (laughs) hundred likes or a couple retweets, or all of a sudden I look at a tweet and it has like 40 replies underneath it. You hit 100 likes on Instagram. Hey, you feel good? Well, I think, too, like, I look like crap nine times out of ten because I wake, roll out of bed and come into work. So, if, look, if I put on makeup in a real outfit, I usually document that because it just doesn't happen that often. So I'm okay <laughs> if someone says, hey, you look good. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> anyway, so I I posted, um, you look amazing, and I noticed that a lot of people were posting that. It was obvious. She did. She looked am- But she looked amazing before. Don't don't mistake me on this. And, um, yeah, a lot of people called in. So Oh, so she then put a comment in there to someone else's comment, you know, something, something to the effect of, you know, it sucks. You only get compliments after you've lost weight or, or something to that effect. And it's like, then it felt bad. Did I, is, did I make a mistake or did any of us make a mistake by complimenting her weight loss? Yeah. I would have to think, no, a compliment's a compliment. So then I shared my opinion on that. And my opinion was, I don't like that. I feel like she was kind of dragging you into traffic. I'm going to post this picture of all this weight I lost and then when I get compliments, I'm going to attack people for complimenting me. That's how I felt about it. Now, I will say, I, I've been blessed with metabolism. Weight has never been an issue for me. So I understand that I am ignorant on the subject. Hit 40. Uh, it <laughs> it I mean, changes. Hey, marriage is still like, I've gained 40 pounds since I've been married, I'll tell you that. But I've just you always been, I was right. real scrawny, and now I'm just kind of average. So and I, I acknowledge that I am lucky on that. And you know what? I, we've got a lot of texts about that, and, and 
It's interesting. So here's a text we got. This person said, I lost four, I lost 45 pounds in high school, and I loved the compliments. As the years went on, I started to gain a few pounds back, and I was so worried about people noticing and not thinking I look good anymore because I only got compliments when I was skinny. It messed with my head. I developed uh, an obsessive eating disorder. I went to therapy. And th this person goes on to say, I do recognize this is my own issues or whatever. It's just people who lose weight are in a weird, fragile, vulnerable mental space. That's what one of the texts told us. I believe us. that. And and I and this is where, again, so this is where, again, I'll, I'll plead ignorance and apologize. Like, you know what? I'm so sorry because I never thought about that. I'm, I'm grateful that it's never been right. an issue for me. But I was really surprised at how many people disagreed with me and that's and that's totally okay look here's the thing bodies it's a sensitive topic you know i always was very stick thin i just i couldn't put on weight if i wanted to that's mm -hmm. like just again blessed with metabolism again you hit 40 things change but but my whole life i kind of lived that way and then a few years ago um, i've told this story many times but you know i was in the hospital for some intestinal issues and things i lost about 20 pounds and on my small already small frame mm -hmm. it was an incredible weight loss and it I know that I didn't look healthy. It's not even about looking good to me. It's more like, do you look healthy? And I didn't look healthy. I wasn't healthy. I was going through a struggle. Now, the general population doesn't know that. So people felt compelled to tell me, like, dang, girl, like I had a girl, you know, you need you need to eat. We need to go out and eat. And it was like, I think people think that that's a compliment to a thin person. But body shaming ha happens on all ends of the spectrum there, you know, both ends. It's I, I remember crying after that incident mm. because I thought, look, I already know. <laughs> like, I already know what's going on here. You know, I know I need to gain some weight. I was struggling to do it. So I think in general, it's probably a safe bet just to stay away from, you know, from, I guess, body, I don't say called body shaming, but just body, body commenting. Except for in this instance, who even says it was about her weight? It was, a, it was a really beautiful picture. She looked amazing. She looked pretty. I liked her outfit. I liked her hair. I liked her makeup. And she just happened to have lost some weight. But you know what I'm saying? Like a compliment is a compliment. But talking about people's weight, be it too heavy, too thin, it's probably just best just to stay away from that specific comment. Uh, Jenny, a question about your friend. Is she is she a little passive aggressive? Um, Honestly, she's a great girl. I never thought of her. I never okay. thought of any of that. Yeah. It's like the comment back to somebody saying what well, I didn't look, you know, gorgeous or beautiful before. That's almost like a passive aggressive kind of way to, to go about it. Like I was just curious. But that uh, email or text that you just read about how people with weight loss are in a fragile state of mind. I do think that's true. And probably she is very ultra aware. Obviously, she's done something to lose weight. So she's probably very right. conscious of it in her own mind. I'm. I guess I'm torn about because so I'm seeing more of the other, I, I didn't realize there was another side of this conversation and I'm seeing it now and going, oh, OK, like I'm getting yeah. people say, get educated. I actually am getting educated on this. And I'm very grateful for those who took the time to text in and, and show me a side that I didn't realize exist. That being said, one of the uh, almost like a core value that actually you taught me, Jenny, is that, you know, just just you have to realize what people's intent is, yes. what, pe what what someone's intent is. And when somebody says, dang, girl, you look good. It's intended as a compliment. It's, it's intended to lift you up and make you feel better. And I, I still, I, I, I see the other side of it. But at the same time, I hope that maybe somebody will see will see our side of it, which is it, when somebody compliments you, take it as that. You know, right. if, if somebody's intending to, 
lift you up and make you feel better and then you attack them for it. I, I, I disagree with that response. Right. It is about intent. And obviously everyone who said she looked amazing intended to pay her a compliment. But yet then understanding that in her mind, you know, she's not maybe in a strong place. And it just it scares me now that apparently uh, going by this and this is just this is one small example. This is one is this an isolated incident? I don't know. But is it, and I'm, I'm asking sincerely now, am I now not allowed to tell somebody? Is it now offensive to tell somebody that they that they look nice? No, that's just silly. But you know how women are, too. Like, don't tell me. I, my husband, we do this all the time. I'm, I'm not going like, to say. You look awesome today. Well, did I look like crap yesterday? <laughs> Probably I did. <laughs> In but, fairness, but, I got but, out of my sweatpants. <laughs> by the way, so on our on our radio show, uh, we, we had had this very same conversation and <laughs> I point. I said, "Well, Jenny, you are wearing a hoodie with crumbs all over it today." <laughs> to which you told me, "I actually bought it, and it's supposed to look this way. It's one of these. It's black, and it's got these little flecks of color. It's like little flecks of thread, or I don't know what you want to call it. It's intended to look this way. But now that you've said that, I think it looks like I wiped Dorito hands all over myself." I, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, I love you, and we are close, close friends. And I'm only ever gonna keep it real with you. Yeah. It looks like you just wiped your hands on a it clean does. hoodie. It does. It really does. I'm with you. And I paid a lot for this hoodie, which is also very disturbing. But it's okay. It's all right. Jenny, just stick to the Target hoodie. Like, come on. Stick no. stick with the comfort zone. Well, mm-hmm. I tell you what. Last week, we uh, we weren't able to podcast. We're actually working on some things behind the scenes for some ACMs. And we had some uh, pre-recorded interviews to get to. We weren't able to podcast last week. And we actually even got a text. Somebody texted us. They're like, hey, am I missing something? Are you still doing the podcast? Hey, it's back. It's good to go. And I'm, I was actually really excited. I don't know if anybody listens to this, but well, I'm grateful people do. Yeah, I know people do. People ask me stuff all the time that we've talked about on the podcast, but um, next week should be good. We can talk about the ACMs will have happened. So we'll be able to talk about, you know, the winners, the losers, the snubs, the, you know, all the things. Yeah. And, and we, we, we're going to have uh, conversations with a lot of these artists leading up to the ACMs. If we have one that's really good or really funny, I think, uh, maybe we might even share that with you on yeah. the podcast yeah. here. Maybe we get somebody to say like a bad word and we can't play it on the radio. We just put it on the podcast instead. Love it. I'm here for it. <gasps> okay. One more story. Speaking of bad words. <clears throat> so last Ooh. week, one of the newer artists on the country music scene name is Caitlin Smith. She's got that song with Old Dominion called I Can't. And uh, we play it on Q104. And she had come into town for a, a, little, a little visit and a, and a show and uh, do some networking. to be, And um, so we all got the chance to meet her and... Um, she also brought some signed vinyls and uh, you know, it's like, you know, cheers, Caitlin Smith, whatever. And so we were kind of handing out the vinyls and they're like, does everybody have one? Are they all, are they all signed? And Caitlin had said, yeah, they're signed unless anyone, anyone wants a, uh, like a custom message or something. So at this point I got a couple of blue moons in me and I walk up to her and I'm like, Hey, are you saying, would it be all right if I got a, a custom message on my vinyl? And she's like, absolutely. And I said, okay, here's what I want. I don't care what you say. I don't care what the message is. I just want you to include three swear words. <laughs> and she did it. <laughs> so what does it say? I don't think I can. It's the podcast. You told me I could say things. You can say things. Well, I mean, it, it, does inv- it, it, involves, it, does inv- it involves the F word. So well, warning. Turn it down if there's a kid listening. I, I get. I mean, I could share it. I, I like. I haven't posted a picture of it anywhere or anything because I don't want to. Yeah, like I don't even it. know what you're talking about. This so is just it. like. Uh, yeah. Because it's just it's in the basement. It's in there with the vinyl collection, and it says. <laughs> I you know it's why I like I know we're on the podcast and not on the radio, but I'm in front of a microphone and I'm afraid to say I bad know, words. I know. 
It says, Mike, thanks to all you guys at Q104. It's your motherfucking bitch asses for spinning this record. There you go. Okay, I immediately love Caitlin Smith. She and sounds I've, amazing. I've got that in the basement with the vinyl collection. And I, like, I hope she blows up like bigger than Stapleton. And I can just be like, look what I have oh, from Caitlin Smith. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> like, I love it. That's good. I apologize for the language. I am so sorry. But that's it was just like the fact that she actually did it was. Uh, and by the way, if you listen to her music, like if you look up her lists on online or whatever, She's got some explicit warnings. She's a foul-mouthed woman. I love her. Didn't even get her start, like, didn't get any sort of big break until after she became a mother. It says it's completely changed the way she approaches her career. She's a fascinating her. person, Caitlin Smith. She was so she was uh, super cool to meet. I enjoyed her. That's awesome. Keep it real, Caitlin. <sighs> anyway, apologize for the language. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. Um, that does it for us this week. Next week, we'll ACM talk probably. Maybe another... Pilot whipping his junk out. Who knows what? Maybe a train conductor, you know, moons the crowd. You never know what's going to happen. Wild times we're living in.